Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time to get up, people! <laughs> <laughs> it's Jason and Alexis in the morning here on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We don't have Jason and Alexis in the house today. We have none of them. None (laughs) of the above. But we do have Miss Brittany. Brittany's in the house. Brittany, hello. Hello, hey. That whole promo, though amazing, was a lie. They're not (laughs) flying above you. I'm sorry. You have... uh, I have to sit in the the important person's seat. I feel so confused about life. (laughs) Am I supposed to push a button? I never get responsibilities. And we have... uh, a person here that I'm in shock. My husband was actually walking around the house going, let's go, let's go, all night last night. Mr. Eric Perkins. What's up, Brittany? Let's perk at play. And what's up to your husband? What's up? Oh, Justin will die. He's not up. Okay. okay. Unless Go-Go is up, he's not up. Oh, my gosh. He's not up. Uh, Well, you know, you guys, it's International Choreographer's Day. Mm. Mm, Let's celebrate National Balloon Ascension Day. (laughs) National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Nope. Mm-hmm. National Apricot Day and National Static Electricity Day. So cheers to you, Brittany and Perk. Yeah. And I'm we're kicking go- off the week. And we're going with apricot over apricot. Sure. Okay. I don't. Yeah. That's one of those ones that I just I'm always so befuddled by. And I don't do, know. Do you ever eat an, an apricot? Apricot. Now I feel See? insecure. <laughs> right. Oh great. Dave, turn off the mics. Go home. Oh, okay. No. Bye. Um. Do you ever eat them not dried? Like, do people bite into I don't think I've ever had an apricot that's just not like a dried one. Great question. Great question. And yes, I've had. I've had, but I don't have. I don't normally have. You're very worldly, though. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. I just, I've, I'm, I'm a stone fruit guy. I, 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 I appreciate my. <laughs> oh, you're such a stone fruit guy. <laughs> you're like a nice plum. Perk. Yes, I don't, for sure. Yeah. For sure. What's the hybrid one that they made recently that was like all the rage? No? I don't know. Was it kind of looked like a... like a leopard print on it. Oh, cool. I don't know. Yeah, these some of these hybrid fruits are are fascinating to me. Like well, like how are they doing this? I get shocked and I and weirdly proud about U of M making whole brands of apples. Yes. Whole species. Yes. Can we say genus species of apples? And I'll literally I mean, I'm a ride or die, so it's like if I find out they make one, even if it's not my favorite apple, that's what I'll buy. Mm-hmm. So like I'm into it. Yeah. And they like it's here in Minnesota. We make them. It's not even warm enough to make apples all the time. Grow apples? Sorry. <laughs> and, and okay, I have to ask, where where are you originally from? <laughs> um, Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Because like I listen all the time. I'm more of a listener than I am. I'm shocked they let me in the building. 
When I hear your voice, I always go, there's like a little bit of like a surfer twinge. Oh, funny. It's still there? Yeah. That's don't, crazy. Don't you hear that, Holly, or no? I don't know. I guess that... I lived in L.A. for a long time. Oh, yeah. You're too close to the... Oh, yeah. So, See, mine's messed up because I went from L.A. and then I went to the deep south for a while. Oh, my goodness. And then I came here. And to me, when when I came here, it was the most shockingly noticeable accent. Ours? Yes. How dare you? I know. <laughs> I know, but over time, I'm like, it's it's there too, and uh, yeah, I've got I've got all three of them now, and it's it's a really weird hybrid, if you will. I I like it. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm attacking you. I did the apricot apricot thing. It did throw me off a little. You know what, Brittany? I have the thickest skin of any person you'll meet, so we're all good. Um, but like, I when I hear it, I go, yeah, like he was surfing three days ago. Like, not not today, but like three days ago, I can smell the sea salt. But you, opposite, well, you just came back from Fargo, right? Oh, my gosh, you guys. Did What's you pick it? up anything there? Yeah. Okay, so like? I understand you have some North Dakota ties. I or want a break. Okay. Williston, right. North Dakota, show no. All right. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm not about... I'm not about to lambast North Dakota no, we're fine by any stretch of the imagination, but I'll say this. Mm. I understand why they call it Fargo, because you, when you're driving, it's you have so far to go. Because, like, Dang! it's just, uh, thank you, thank you. No, but, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those road trips where it was like, all right, St. Cloud, here we go, getting there. And then from St. Cloud to, like, Moorhead was forever. Yeah. That, that stretch was way longer than I anticipated. Yeah, and so all in all, what well, you said it was how long? I don't know. Well, with a couple of stops, you know, at Casey's to load up on snacks and got some of that pizza. Thank you. <laughs> so good. So good. I had I I got Casey's brand taco pizza potato chips. Whoa. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, who, <laughs> why don't they just say taco? Who then? am I? It was because it was taco pizza. It was, it was potato chip. But you know, like Holly, we talked about this before when we start breaking down the chip flavors. Taco pizza supposed to taste like taco. Correct. But can't we just skip the word pizza if the I chips know. are supposed to be? You can taste both though. Can you be yes, honest? I swear. Are you branded by Casey's today? <laughs> you to come in here. <laughs> it was fascinating, but it was a good trip. And you know, when you get to North Dakota. I mean, then there's this whole, what in the world is with these parking lots and these roads that are covered with ice? Yeah. And it's like, and, and I found out from somebody that lives there that they don't salt. They don't salt the roads. They don't salt the parking lots. It is it is like you are you are shuffling like a penguin through all the parking lots in Fargo. I'm not kidding. It was, I, it was fascinating. I wonder if that has to do something with... Is this really lame to say like agriculture? Like, why wouldn't you salt your I'm, roads? I'm told that it doesn't take hold because it's so cold. I don't, oh. I, or something like that, to where it doesn't even doesn't even matter if they salt them. <laughs> oh, that's so sad and <laughs> defeatist. Yeah, like they just gave up. It just was, yeah, and or that's you know again. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, people out there. We would from never Fargo, but we, like it was just it was. It was fine. It was, you know, Fargo has everything that you need. It <laughs> it's does, a major city. I it's, think. A, it's got, it's got everything. It's got everything. It doesn't Plumbing, have doesn't have <laughs> gas stations, like no, television. No, that's like too far. All the all the restaurants that I would have wanted or needed, or, or, or you know, and and I will say this: there's not a lot of tall, high rise buildings or anything like that. But there's a lot of hockey rinks, and that's what we were there for. For a hockey tournament. And by the way, yeah. my 12-year-old girl and her team 
undefeated. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Must be nice. It was awesome. Raising winners. They just, they needed that because they've had kind of an up and down season. And then all of a sudden they just started rolling. It, like, everything started clicking this weekend. You get some hardware? Yes. Oh, did it fit in the car? Yes. Did you have to strap it to the top? <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. And like that, the final game, um, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, but apparently the opposing team's fan base was obnoxious. Oh. Like, I, I, I get so in a zone and in tunnel vision that I don't really pay attention to that because I don't sit anywhere near the opposition's fans. I just can't deal. You sit next to the other, your, your yes. teams? Okay. Yeah, but then even, I didn't know how, because when I used to nanny, they played hockey. And there were some parents that were so into it, they wouldn't even sit near their own side's parents because they were so zoned out. Yeah. Like, I, there's I, that guy. I like at least being close or you're being somewhat social. But, yeah, like, yeah. I uh, I was totally in a in a zone. And it was a large arena, too. They were playing in a, in Shields Arena, which was sprawling. And, um, and we were down, and then we came back, and then went to overtime. And then we had a shorthanded situation in overtime. In other words, the other team was on a power play. And then we still scored. And it was an overtime thrilling game winner. And the girls, like, mobbed each other on the ice. And it was just like, it was just, you just love seeing your kid happy. Especially when they, you know, they play four games in a 24-hour span. No. Like, we played an 8 p.m. game on, on Friday night and had to wake up on Saturday morning and play. Or vice No, Saturday at 8 and had to play Sunday morning at eight. I left my phone upstairs and almost missed this text because I didn't want to go upstairs again to come up be on the show. So I don't know what it's like to play four games in 24 hours. It was like, a, it was a, these girls are amazing. They they're, are. they're just amazing. And it's physical. Hockey, these girls are tough. And the girls playing hockey are just awesome. I mean, it, it's just, it's so fun to watch. They play it so well that they, they just go 100% all out all the time and it's just so fun so the ride home at least was enjoyable because she was living that high life a 12 year old who had conquered the world yeah because like honestly eight months prior we went to kansas city for a soccer tournament and lost in a championship game in a shootout oh that's a rough ride home. that was a really rough ride home and so this was just like the vibe was great i have to ask this like are you the kind of dad who's trying to pull things out of them Oh, at a moment like that, or you give them their space. And I'm actually asking because I have a human that I don't know how to, there's no guide. Mm-hmm. So like, what is the, what is the protocol? Or is there different for every kid? I try to, I try to prod every once in a while, yeah. but I don't push it. Okay. And, and I let her kind of dictate it. I yeah. don't, I've, cause I've tried that other way where it's yeah. just like, I'm that overbearing. Oh my gosh. What about that play? What about that play? Yeah, what yeah, about yeah. Play? Don't you think you should have done this or they're just like, not about it. Especially yeah. now that she's like. 12 going on 25, where she's just like, oh, well, look, we got to take a break. So glad that you're here, Brittany and Perk. This is awesome. We're on air? Yeah, totally. We're on air. And it's not just me talking for three hours. Fargo. (laughs) Hey, you gave Fargo a lot of love. A lot of love and a great time. We got a lot to talk about today, including. Ooh, somebody tried some mochi donuts. Mm-hmm. And we're going to discuss that when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Jason and Alexis out. Jason's still on vacation, enjoying a tropical paradise. Alexis is a little under the weather this morning, so we've got Brittany and Perk here. And we got a little mail. You've got mail. 
that reads the following. Uh-oh. As I was firing up the computer, I was thinking, Fargo, it's Fargo. Yeah. What happened to Perk? I thought he was coming back. And where's Brittany been? And here you are. Oh, you're welcome, so Internet. Weird from Anna. Whoa. Was that a dolphin? Sure was. His okay. studio is uh-huh. complex. Yeah, we, we've got a broad demographic for Jason and Alexis in the morning, including uh, the porpoise population. The porpoise population. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, before we went to break, we teased that we were going to be talking about some serious donuts that are uh, happening in Eden Prairie. Brittany, yeah. I think you got the deets on this one. <clears throat> I just want to do it justice. So, I don't know if you ever make it over Eden Prairie. You did mention Shields. We got a Shields. It was a big deal. Everybody goes there. You bring your dog. They have a carousel. It's it's the talk of the town. Okay, so when I went to Shields a few weeks ago, yeah, but yeah, it was loaded with dogs, and I just assumed it was like that day. No, it's all the time. It's all the time. What? Yeah, yeah. Do oh, the- I just thought it was like a one day deal. I'm like, oh no. my gosh, we picked the weirdest day to come here <laughs> because there's dogs everywhere. And are you somebody who like? Goes out of your way to pet the other people's dogs. I know the answer for Holly is yes, all the time. So, so I love dogs. I have dogs. Mm-hmm. I have a dog, I should say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You I, don't feel I, the urge. I don't feel the urge, nor do I understand why. Yeah, and I get why you take him shopping. Okay, so, well. Like when it's cold outside, yeah. have you ever thought to yourself, when's the last time my dog left the house? Yeah. Okay. So it's like a mental health thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for more of the human than the dog. I just haven't, I I just haven't thought of, I just haven't thought of the, the, like what happens if he or she goes. There's like nothing better in the world. And this is why I got involved. Holly's very involved with canine inspired change. Yep. <clears throat> There's nothing better in the world than somebody telling you, Hey, a, can I pet your dog or B, your dog is cute. Like, I don't care if I walked in and my outfit is not put together, but if my golden retriever is just looking snatched, yeah. and he's got the flow, yep. Murphy knows he's into it, and then I got a blue tick with these big old ears and people want to touch it. It just feels good. Right. Like, and I like when people ask. I'm like, I'm walking around begging someone to want to pet my dog. But then vice versa. Like, I walk around going, how can I have an interaction with that person so I can pet their dog? Funny. To the point that now my husband's making me carry hand sanitizer all all the time because he's like, you're petting all these dogs and we have a baby. Like, please step up your game. But like, I don't know what it is. It's it, Holly, I know you feel very like it, it is like an overwhelming feeling of like, how can I touch that dog? Oh, yeah. And then you have to be sneaky about it. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
sometimes because you don't want to be so direct. Yeah. You have to you have to do the balance. You have to do the math in your head. Am I going to be that creep coming up to your dog? I'm going to ignore you. Maybe I won't make eye contact with you. Yeah. But I'm going to be having a very like you know loving moment between you and your dog. Yeah, no, like there will yeah. be a point where like I try to get it to sit on my lap and Bloody. like. Oh my gosh, yeah. she's hanging with my dog for crying out loud! I would wow love that. Okay, Perk, yeah, you was... just opened the door because she will seriously come over to your house and hang out with your dog. He's getting his haircut tomorrow. <gasps> this is this is so overdue. We're so excited that it's finally happening. What are we rocking? What and kind I, of dog? And is this? I am in solidarity with the dog. Because I I too desperately need a haircut and um but I he's he's about six weeks overdue and I'm not kidding. What kind of dog is it? Because he's makes, a cockapoo. Oh yeah, he's a little dog. They look so different from like what they should be to. But I like the shaggy look. Like I like it when it looks like not on you. No, but no, like him. I, like I agree. you need to step up. <laughs> but he, I like the shaggy. Dog I agree. Look. I agree. I, agree. I, I get that, like, that's you were supposed to cut their hair. Okay, wait. Yes. Back to Eden Prairie. I'm so oh, yeah, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Where so, am I? So what year is it? See, I feel again, like this is going to be a problem all day today. It is, probably is. <laughs> you get the cute aggression with the dogs, right? Oh. Well, here's the thing. You can go to Shields, get the cute aggression with the dogs, yeah. get some sporting goods while you're at it. Then... Nope. You already made a mistake. Why? Because you have to go to... The Asia Mall first. Oh, sure. Because of parking. Oh. You're welcome. You heard it here first. You ha- Like, their parking... Okay, so their Asia Mall opens at 10. I had um, an, uh, my 11-year-old neighbor with me, Josie. She's my ride or die. She wanted these Moki Donuts. I've actually had them before. Sorry. I'm a little... I have more time on my hands than this 11-year-old. So I was like, we're getting these donuts. So we showed up. At 10 on the dot, we got a parking spot. If you go later, you can't. You literally can't get a spot. So we we went there at 10. I was so excited. We were second in line. Nice. And then one of the Moki or the um, Moki Donuts employees says, pokes his head out, and you can just tell. You can just tell he's going to break everyone's heart. He goes, Oh no, we don't open till 11. What? Oh. So the mall's open at 10. Moki Donuts isn't open till 11. So then we had at this point. Jeez. I know. Uh, that, that was a heartbreaking moment. I and mean, Josie looked at me like, we're not getting these donuts, are we? Because we had a little go-go with us. And so I said, this is what we're going to do. I texted my husband. I said, we're bringing the baby back. We're coming back here. Oh, you're going back? Yeah. So oh, we, see, I thought you could I'm like, oh, you for sure could have killed an hour in that market because there's so much fascinating there's, stuff. There's a lot of fascinating stuff. But also, like, when you have that ticking time bomb of a baby, you're like. Get it. Well, I mean, at some point she will poop up the, she'll do her rooster tail. Right. And then like, she'll need a bottle, all this stuff. So I was like, well, let's bring this baby back. And we came, so anyways. But then you don't have the parking. We didn't have the parking. But after that, we, we, we made the back and forth. You guys would have been so impressed. Laws were broken. It's fine. We went to Moki Donuts and we were then first in line. What? What a twist. <laughs> Hot and fresh. Yeah. It was like everybody gave up, and then we did it in the timing just right, and they could tell that people were like, like perusing around it, but didn't know how to start the line. Nice. And I was like, Josie, Let's we're go. not a sh- we're listen. Yeah. We don't have to be. We don't have an ego here. We'll go stand next to this, you know, metal fence thing. Like, so we got to be first in line. We got these Moki donuts, you guys. It was worth it. Like, really? All in all, there is a matcha yeah. one. So it's like these. Oh, I mean, so it's matcha Moki. Matcha mochi. Oh, You're gonna want a matcha mochi this mocha, but they, they're these little like fried balls in a circle. Yeah, no, yeah, look like a necklace. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, you know what they are. Yeah. All right, well, oh. 
Asia Ma, I would say hands down worth it. They also have that crunch cheese place. Super good. Oh, I went oh. to the hot pot place too. <gasps> oh. You look at you, you big ass. <laughs> Well, we all have to get to Asia Mall. In the meantime, between time, we got to take a break. And when we come back, we got to talk about Prince Harry. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hey, it's Chase for Nutrisource. Speaking of Dexter and Mr. Big, the official dog food of Dexter and Big. They have been Nutrisource dogs since they were puppies. We wouldn't feed them anything else. Well, let's be clear. Um, they wouldn't eat anything else. They would go on strike. But uh, the great thing about Nutrisource is variety. I know our dogs are picky. They like a little variety in their diet, and Nutrisource has it. Uh, they have, obviously, their main Nutrisource line uh, that includes a, a bunch of varieties within that line, like puppy, large breed, grain-free, grain-inclusive. Then their Pure Vita line. Pure Vita, beautiful white bag. It basically means limited ingredients, the best ingredients. And then their Element series, that fancy black bag with the cool font. Basically, the Element Series returns your dog to a primal diet that they should be having. Find a retailer near you or NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Brittany and Perk in the house this morning. Jason and Alexis are out. Jason's on vacation. Alexis is feeling under the weather. She hopes to be back real soon. I'm Holly. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm... Perk. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not this time. Uh, Get well soon, Alexis. Yeah. Yes. Look, the judge is out there. Ugh. I know. The black is real. I mean, Alexis had a talk and like they should study daycares. Oh. And uh, like, so she, her kiddos in daycare, my kiddos in daycare. And we just get everything, right? Like at some point, I mean, you'll know, right? Were your kids ever in daycare? Uh, inexplicably we were able to avoid it like is there a point though like we just are superhuman like will this ever stop sure i mean had a talk with a girlfriend yesterday where she was saying that she and her her family had avoided being sick only because their kids weren't in daycare kid goes back today i know I know we had two weeks, we had two weeks break and we've all been living our best life. Like I'm breathing, like she doesn't have these mystery things coming out of every orifice, but like she goes back on Wednesday. So it's like, goodbye guys. Yeah. See, you, see you next yeah. year. Maybe back to the mystery and the orifices. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's, Sorry, that's what I call it. Monday. What you, what? She said it. <laughs> the I, was just, I was just repeating. Well, you look around. What the hell's that? Listen, Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. And and it's funny, too, because hers can be like a little, you sneeze. And then I look at my husband. He's like green and unconscious. Aww. And like, so, hey, I guess they're worth it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's all love. It's it? all love. Oh, no. uh, I don't know what you guys were doing last night, uh, but a lot of folks were watching Prince Harry over on 60 Minutes. It got real. I, I, mean- just, I feel like last, I was here last Thursday, and this was just starting to bubble, right? And it, it was just like, you, could, you just knew that at that time... We were just scratching the surface with yeah. all this. Yeah. So Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, is out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Prince Harry doing a lot of press over the weekend, including over in the UK on ITV and over here in the United States uh, on 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper. And yes, Prince Harry 
is getting as real as he possibly can. I really, I have to formally apologize. I know the royal family has been mad at me. I was saying how this was going to be so boring. All this is going to be boring because Harry was never going to give us anything. But he has been giving. Yeah. I mean, there has been things where I go, I'm shocked he's talking about this. And thank you. I know the Brits like their afternoon tea, but this is way too much tea. Almost. Right. Am I, <laughs> am I just. Nailed it. Is Nailed it. it. <laughs> Sassafras over here. The tea is spilled. The tea is spilled. So the first half of the interview was uh, basically half of 60 minutes last night. So the first half of the interview went into detail about Prince Harry's childhood and, and the trauma that he experienced at the death of his mother, Princess Diana, in 1997, and how that subsequently affected his life. We can get into that a little bit, but, you know, you were mentioning the tea that was being spilled about the royal family. And I'll drop the needle so we can listen to a little bit of this interview last night between Prince Harry and Anderson Cooper, where he's saying some things about his stepmom, Camilla. Harry says over the years, he was one of those bodies. He accuses Camilla and even his father at times of using him or William to get better tabloid coverage for themselves. Prince Harry writes, Camilla, quote, sacrificed me on her personal PR altar. If you are led to believe as a member of the family that being on the front page, having positive headlines, positive stories written about you is going to improve your reputation or increase the chances of you being accepted as monarch by the British public, then that's what you're going to do. In his book, Harry writes that when he introduced Meghan Markle to his family in 2016, his father initially took a liking to her. But William was skeptical, disdainfully referring to Meghan as an American actress. Though Harry doesn't specify who, he says other members of the royal family were uneasy as well. So there it goes into further detail, but... That second half of that interview, Prince Harry is accusing uh, Camilla and Charles of using the tabloid press to be against him. He calls her dangerous. A villain. A villain. I mean, that is wild. Like, that is... Listen, I got step family. If I say that out loud, which it's not, I'm not saying it's true, Richard, I love you. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if I was to just say that casually and right. they were to hear it, like, that is... All out war. Now you're saying that in an interview on this level. Gloves are off here, and and you know I don't I don't know if Camilla is gonna have anything to say. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. I highly doubt it. I mean, her stock surprisingly is not as low as it's been in the past, and that's probably because of kind of what he was saying that she needed it so bad to go up. And that's why he was talking about her being dangerous, you know, all that stuff. So I think her only move here is to do nothing, say nothing, live her life. Now, it was said at the very end of the interview by Anderson Cooper that 60 Minutes reached out to the British royal family for comment. Mm -hmm. He said that the only way that they would comment on the Prince Harry story is if they had a full transcript of what he and Anderson Cooper and Prince Harry had talked about. But he's like, no, 60 Minutes doesn't do that. So clearly that was an indication that they wanted to control the narrative. Yeah, and that would have been interesting. And it would have been cool to see what they, you know, started doing and not even rebuttal, but like prior to it coming out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I wonder if, like, you know, this was 97, he was 12, and, 
when Diana passed. And, and I, I just think that, like, he probably has become so anti-tabloid over time, right? Mm-hmm. And has such resentment and hatred towards it and, and the establishment that is tabloid, right? And mm-hmm. so I, I just think that, like, his he might see his best way of combating that as being forthright and and getting in front of these stories. In other words, like, I think that's why he's he's doing this book. I think other than the cash grab, but but that's why he's he's going on sixty minutes and going on the record and not like just not operating underground and yeah. leaking things, but instead manning up, if you will, and and telling his side of the story as as truthfully as he can. And I I kind of respect that because he's because he's not going there like some of these other. People have done over over the years. I love that perspective. I also think, yeah, you're, it's interesting. So he's lived his life with this tactic, and he's kind of breaking the cycle, as you say, of like, yeah, instead of like playing the game of like, hey, this is some information, maybe you should, you know, drop this story. It's like you're right. Bam, here it is. Yeah, and it's working because the amount of people that have now told me that like they're, you know, Harry Meghan stands is wild. You know, like everyone's saying this doc will change your mind. This interview will change your mind. And I have to agree that like, there is something about a direct point of view that is so refreshing from this family. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. You can control the narrative a little bit better and, and, and render the tabloids sort of useless because you're the yeah. one that's, you're the source. You're who one, you're who what people want to hear from. So just go on record. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's really interesting too. They've talked about it also, like on top of that, how paparazzi have kind of lost a bunch of power because of we're living in a world where celebrities do have a voice in social media and that gets reported on instead of like, you know, pay you to take these photos. I can take these photos and put them on my Instagram. So it's like, yeah, that idea that now it's almost like he got Americanized real quick. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's fascinating because I think, you know, perk to your point, you know, if you're just joining us, this is Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're talking about Prince Harry's interview on 60 minutes last night. It's very clear that this is a person who experienced Trauma, yeah, at a young age, at, and, at a really, at a, really pivotal, pivotal, pivotal age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. twelve, and, yeah. and that trauma has shaped the way that he views the world. Yeah, and it, he's a very much a human being who is going through a, a human experience in an institution that's not exactly known for its humanity necessarily. Yeah. I mean, go history. Look it up. So, uh, you know, the British royal family. So clearly his he is working through personal traumas. His personal traumas shape the way that he sees himself within this institution. What I do find fascinating, though, is that, you know, Prince Harry criticizes the tabloid media, but he stops at actually criticizing the institution of the British royal family. Yeah. That is always a missing piece for me. Where it's like, well, these people exist in this institution. They're using the tabloid press to basically justify its existence at this point. Yeah. You know, and it, and it is about power and money. Symbi- symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And so then it's like he's not criticizing the existence of the institution and why these people are doing these things in order to maintain this institution. But he's choosing to mm, be critical of the tabloid press, which is totally valid. 
He's, yes. he's tap dancing. Yeah, for th- sure. there, there is a tap dance. There is a fine nuance to all of this where I'm like, hmm, I just, can you take it to 11, sir? You want can, that. Like, you I want, want to I burn want, it down. <laughs> I want him to take it to 11. And- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And take this and yes and the thoughts. And I'm with you. I mean, I love the idea of like, go, go hard then. But I'm still, since I am like obsessed with siblings getting along, I am still worried that like there is no room for not redemption because that's not like he's doing something. Right. There's no room for a relationship, right? At some point, at some point, they're gonna say, "Yeah, we we can't anymore." Yeah, and it's hard for Harry and William to exist as brothers, as human beings. Yeah, within the system that demands these protocols and these alliances. Yeah, and yeah, and you know, I do think even though like. I thought his point of view was valid and absolutely correct in his eyes. I do think, you know, there is room for different points of view here. And like at the end of the day, like I, this is hard for me to say, Camilla isn't a villain in her own eyes and was also just trying to survive in a world where it was impossible. Like, yeah. And well, then I, let's look at the world. Yeah. Let's look at the world that they exist in. Yeah. You're right. You keep wanting to burn it down. I'm a little too scared. I'm a little scared now. Like if you're listening, Royal Family, this is this is Holly saying no. uh, I'm with I'm with you though. Like I'm. I just it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And it's you're right. Like there is a part of me that goes, what are we? What are we still doing here? What is this here? And Harry, you're dancing on that line. Just say it. Yeah. Say it. And you know, compassion to Harry. He's Absolutely. been through it. Yeah. He's been through it. That's yeah. for sure. Can we cleanse the palate here? Let's do it. Oh, I'm oh. doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. What's we're, this? You didn't think we were going to the club this morning, mm. but we are in the form of a giveaway. Yeah, Queen. Yes. We've got a pair of tickets to Sam Smith, Glory of the Tour at oh, XL Energy Center. Wednesday, August 16th. Tickets on sale Friday at 9 a.m. If you want to win a pair of tickets to Sam Smith, the Gloria Tour at XL Energy Center, Wednesday, August 16th, be the seventh caller, 651-641-1071. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Again, that number is 651-641-1071. Giving away those tickets. And when we come back, we have a very pressing question. Flare leggings are back in. Why? Why are they pushing this on us? It's, it's happening. It's happening. Get used to it. We'll be right back. Hey, friends. Alexis for David and the team at First Equity. Let them help you with your mortgage. What's so great about working with David and the team is that they are your local 
lenders. They know the market. They have the reputation. They take the time to get to know you because there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to your financing of your home. Now, whether you're looking to refinance, maybe you have some debt floating around, you maybe want to dip into some of your equity for some home improvement, or if you're looking to buy your first home, now is a wonderful time to get your financial ducks in a row. There might be some hoops that you need to jump through, maybe for credit, but of course, what's so great about it is that they will help you. This is personal attention you need and deserve when you are making one of the biggest financial decisions in your life, if not the biggest. So go with a local lender. Go with First Equity, 763-251-8000, or head to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword David. Hey, my talkers, Bradley. Jason and Alexis. Yep. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Did we get a winner? We did. Lori from Coon Rapids is going to see Sam Smith in August. If you want to see Sam Smith, we got tickets all week long that we're going to be giving it away. Yeah, give it a good, give it a good, give it away now. Oh my gosh. Lori, if you got a plus one, I ain't doing anything. Oh, wait. All right, uh, fine. Uh, you bring a friend or family, I guess. <laughs> Lori. Yes, you could win Sam Smith tickets all week on this show. Brittany, Perk, and Jason, Alexis out. Now, Alexis did say that I could tell tell everyone that her cough got a little worse. Got a little got a little medicine for that, and she's got to sit this one out today. But hopefully she'll be back tomorrow yeah. on The Men. Brittany, thank you for climbing up the stairs and answering your text message to join us this morning. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. Some of us are in robes all day. Yeah, and some heroes are wearing flared leggings. What? Can you even? Like, Eric, does this resonate with you? Like, Do you feel what it's like to be living in the life that flare leggings have come back? Do you They're know? Back. They're back. they're back hard. My, yeah, my my twelve year old daughter was wearing some day before yesterday. I know, and and it's funny because like it's like oh that's the thing again, and then and then like you, and then I'm also looking at it because they're so wide at the bottom. Yeah, that snow. with all this slushy snow it's out problem. there, that then it like then it gets like then then the then the base of them get like kind of just saturated with snow and salt and all that other stuff. I was just like, listen, oh. fashion bends for no weather. Well, yeah, fashion right. bends for no problem. And I am a slave to a trend, unfortunately. And I may or may not have invested in flared leggings. And they look good. Oh. I look good in them. Like my body type needs a little flare at the end. And like, I thought to myself, Holly, I don't know if you had this thought as well. Why didn't I keep every item in the history of ever? Why oh. am I getting rid of anything? Because I don't need to do that again. <laughs> you're you're not going to indulge. I think you'll indulge. I think you're going to give in. I like a nice <laughs> wide leg pant. Yes. Now, and to Perk's point. Yep. That drags on the ground and gets slushy. But here's the secret. All right, children, Gen Zers. This is the secret of the flared pant. Elder millennial talking. The elder millennial can give you the hint. You just let the bottom drag, and then it gets chewed up wet. Yeah. And it's a sign of res- it's it, that is that is some cred respect. Oh, yeah. oh, no. that's yeah. like a yeah. That's yeah, once, an, okay. Once it gives into a certain point, then it just kind of like hovers right over the UGG. Yep, or whatever yep. shoe wear. Probably UGG at this point. Yeah. Um, 
and it, it just sits really nicely. Yeah. But uh, it gets a little wet, and that's fine because fine. everyone understands that you're wearing this piece of fashion. You have and to. And we also live in Minnesota where it's wet and soggy. I mean, your Union Bays and your Jinkos would get a little wet back Problematic. in the 90s. It's yeah. pro- your, your mud jeans are 2D. <laughs> you're going to leave 2D's. a snail trail. There's going to be a trail <laughs> down the hallway. You're going to say, oh, Holly's here. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. But Perk, your daughter's totally into the trend. Oh, my 12. gosh, yes. She's she's on top of that stuff. And like, For sure. If the 12-year-olds are wearing it, it's cool. Eventually, the twelve-year-olds become like the cool teenagers that like shame me for wearing my, you know, leggings. But I go to school. Um, I go to nursing school at Concordia with literal twenty-year-olds. I don't mean t- in their twenties. I mean we are celebrating twenty-first birthdays on a weekly basis with these nursing students, and they're lovely. All of them are wearing flares. Uh, all of them are wearing flares. I felt victimized. I felt like I, <laughs> I felt like it was like. Looking at me with my tight leg, I said, oh, my gosh. I go, all I want for Christmas are these 75 items. Number one, flare leggings. Flare leggings. Top of the list. Top of the list. And I felt like a part of me goes, why didn't I keep all those leggings? And then I realized the trend is a little better than it used to be. Because we ain't rocking low riders anymore. And I would like to thank all of the gods for that. Good point. I don't have to, like... Pull up on the back of my, you know, leggings before I sit down. Like, my body is not ready for low riders ever again. No, muffin top, whole grain, mm. low fat. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, it, it begs the question, like, to which Brittany just asked, like, do you, do you just keep everything now? No, because that's where I came to. Like, but like, I Marie Kundo things. Okay. I give it love and I, I get rid of it because the trend has changed enough that like I'm telling you, the ones that I got are up to my rib cage, and I love that got for it. me. Like it looks like it's also a girdle, and I'm here for it. Um, and the I don't think any of my leggings were like that. Like they were all Victoria's Secret. That was a, they had a um a legging. They had like an active wear for a while. Oh yeah, not fold over top, yep. hip bone trying to stick out, kind of thing. Acting like that was real natural. Pink slapped on your butt. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I was at the mall yesterday. No, nothing gives you a whiff of your own mortality like walking into the pink section. Did you do it? <laughs> yes. I was like, ooh. Bargain underwear. I, that's what I was going. I literally was with my mom. We almost went in there because I was like, mom, I just need like I'm right on the cusp of like, it's time to get rid of. This is probably TMI, but story of my life. I was like, I got maternity underwear. I got a lot of it. And I'm like, it's time. It's time to like say goodbye to those. I mean, and until we go, <laughs> like, he's like, should I save it? I go, no, no, Brittany, you can invest again if this somehow happens again. But like. So I walked by there and I almost went in there, Holly. Was it worth it? Did you purchase? Tell me everything. You know that gif of Grandpa Simpson walking into into the room with his hat and then he just walks right out? (laughs) Is that what happened? Yep. Oh, wow. Can Can we buy underwear there? Like, I'm 36. Can I buy... Five for 25. Can I buy that or do it's, I have it's to? It's a little dice. You just got to go into the straight up Victoria's Secret department. Now. Okay. All right. No more right. pink. <sighs> the pink is out. I mean, do what you want. Rest in pink. <laughs> uh, rest in pink. Yes. Hey, when we come back, <laughs> Perk has to talk about pre- peer pressure gambling. It's a thing. Oof. It's real. We'll be right back. Oh, 